Hey, Holistically Well family, we are back with part two of the previous conversation. Have you all listened to it yet? I certainly hope you enjoyed it. We were talking about stubborn weight gain and how to change it. So I'm sharing with you the things that I've done as well as just uh, some holistic tips that will help you on your journey as well. I'm going to go through a comprehensive list in this episode with you and pick up from where we left off talking about intermittent fasting. All right, let's dig in. I want to come right out of the gate to express to you what a life of holistic living and true wellness and well-being is. It's not immediate. Okay, so I guess I need to debunk a few things. It's not immediate. It's um, not free. It, everything that enriches our lives costs us something. Our patience, our time, our education, our consistency, um, our loyalty, our love, our commitment to ourselves. I'm constantly thinking about um, the verse in the Bible of when Christ asks the lady, do you want to be made whole? And whether you are faith-based or not, you can really apply that to any area of your life. The question is asked, someone would think, well, duh, yeah, I don't wanna feel bad, I wanna feel better. But the question is asked because it takes thought and consideration to decide if you wanna be made whole. It's one thing to heal from something but it is an additional dimension to be made whole. Okay, 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 I'll save that conversation for another episode. Um, But when you think about it, just the totality of your life, it makes complete sense in the area of your health and your well-being. So these things are not overnight. It takes a lot of um, commitment to be made whole. So as I go through the list that I'm gonna share with you in this episode, along with the intermittent fasting, um, that question needs to be one that you commit to asking yourself when you get frustrated, when you get tired, when you feel broken, when you feel like a science project, when you feel like you can't go on anymore, I want you to think about um, the process of of living a, a life of wholeness Uh, With that being said, I'm going to, let's see, where do I want to start with you first? I want to do just a general recap. Listen, pause, for real. You need to have listened to the previous episode before jumping into this one, okay? You have got to get those nuggets, keeping these episodes under 30 minutes so that you can pay attention, you can digest, and you can replay them as often as needed because I'm just about to pick up on what I was sharing with you. We talked about eating whole food, eating real food. We talked about prioritizing sleep and the reasons why. We talked about managing stress and cortisol and inflammation and understanding what that does to the body. I want to give you a few tips on uh, supplementation. I'm going to give you some generalized uh, tips on supplementation. And then I would recommend strongly that if you've got specialized cases, like you've had certain type of procedures, you're on um a list of medications or particular medications that could be uh, counterindicative of certain supplements, 
schedule a consultation with me, please. So that's why I'm going to keep this general. Everything is going to be based on your individual needs. I'm just always considerate of that, you guys. I'm, I'm sorry. I am not a general person. If you want generalized um, instructions and tips and you just want me to spit and spew stuff out there for you, I'm, I'm not it. Um, I'm very specific when it comes to you being an individual. You're not a generalized case study for me to just spit out general information. Anyway, okay, here we go. So um, supplementation, you, you, I want to definitely encourage you to get on um, some omega-3s, vitamin D, L-glutamine, because of the insulin that impacts the way the insulin impacts your body. These um, nutrients are going to be great to balance your blood sugar. Optimize omega-3 fats, okay? They're important for controlling insulin function. Optimize vitamin D, particularly I say vitamin D3, 3,000 to 5,000 I use daily. Start with a lower dosage. Use, um, use your supplements as recommended on the labels uh there are certain brands that i recommend that are more potent than others but also if you go onto my website we've got some new supplements that um, have just been rolled out for you that you can find some of these on there also one of the supplements that i added actually of my own noma for insulin resistance for uh balance for hormonal balance i actually will just get a teaspoon of the powder and I will uh, put it in my protein shake or my smoothie that I'm having, shake it up. I'll do that two to three times a day. Noma is a safe profile uh, by research and by data. It does, not, um, it does not cause any side effects if you're on any kind of medication or anything like that. You don't have to worry about that with Noma. Um, I didn't add this in the previous episode when I was talking to you guys about when I was talking to you all about what I do in the morning. I also started doing, but I did put this in my Insta stories. So if you are on Instagram, make sure you're following me because I really utilize Insta stories to share more information and pictures and details and videos. Um, one ounce of apple cider vinegar in the morning. I start off the day with that. Why blood sugar maintenance? to promote insulin regularity that's a major part um, also with digestion and bloating and all that kind of stuff um i just do one ounce not one ounce y'all one teaspoon y'all weren't gonna say anything huh <laughs> one teaspoon now he listen disclaimer i take mine straight up i do not suggest you do i just do but dilute it with water because of its acidic nature. Every now and every now and then I will. I'll dilute it. But um, dilute it, okay, with just a little bit of water because of the acidic nature of the apple cider vinegar. It helps to control that blood sugar and helps with your insulin, uh, the body's ability to respond to insulin, okay? The other uh, supplement, I want to start with these and then we're going to end with uh, the intermittent fasting. I added in magnesium glycinate particularly now there are different types of magnesium i like magnesium glycinate because it my uh, because the body absorbs it really well your body doesn't have to fight to absorb and that has to be one of the main goals right now in your effort to 
manage and regulate your hormones and for the body to begin to respond to respond to what you're doing is easy absorption do not make your body work any harder than it already is you've got to remember that what is happening is that your body is holding on to fat because the insulin does not know how to distribute so it's holding on to fat and it is storing it instead of burning it um magnesium glycinate i have started using that i just use it as directed i use um uh, magnesium I will now that one I will make a time sensitive protocol and that one goes with my evening dinner because like I mentioned to you in the previous episode hint hint listen to it listen to it <laughs> I list I eat my dinner try to have my dinner no later than seven o'clock six o'clock if I can really really help it but no later than that because I need to I need to give my metabolism the night off I need to let my metabolism know that we're not eating after that. And so that makes a big difference also in the way that I have scheduled the intermittent fasting. Now, if you do, as I mentioned in the previous episode with removing the snacking and you're just eating whole fresh meals, based on what type of intermittent schedule you're doing, you may end up eating after eight. We're gonna get into that in just a moment. You may end up eating after eight. Um, and if that be the case, then there are certain things that you want to do regarding that. Herbology is a powerful way to provide medicinal care for my clients that's free from prescription, as well as others who are interested in this kind of care. And as a certified master herbalist, I love to create blends that have a safe profile that can be used with any medications just in case you have some and you don't need to be worrying about side effects. So how does this happen? You go onto the website, lashannalinitmore.com, click shop, followed by make me an herbal blend. During your consultation, we will discuss your issues and your concerns. I will make assessments, collect lab data from you if need be, and then determine the herbal protocol for you. It's very simple. And you'll be walked through the process. So when you're ready, go to LashannaLeonardMoore.com and let's get you whole, well, and restored. Okay, we're back after that um, announcement, sponsorship. Uh, let's get into and make sure I've covered everything there are other vitamins that we're going to talk about i'm really going to save that that for another episode though uh, some important vitamins that you need to take let's go ahead and get into intermittent fasting um i just reminded myself as i was saying that's something that i need i have got to make you aware of because it is so big in this culture and that is alcohol sorry but i have to go there so alcohol can be a huge reason why your hormones are out of whack, why your body is bloating often, while even those of you who are having very strong menopausal symptoms are not able to get the symptoms under control, even though you may be doing some good things. Side note, got a blog entry about it. Have you read it? Go check it out. Alcohol consumption is a big part of that. You're going to have to reduce 
your alcohol consumption. Okay. Um, outside of the amount of calories that that are in alcohol and the extra weight that you pack on, let's say 15 to 20 pounds a year alone from alcohol, the research says. A glass is five ounces of wine, okay? 12 ounces of beer, 1.5 ounces of distilled spirits. My recommendation is not to have it every day. My recommendation is go organic in all of them, in all of them. Try to refrain from the brown and drink the clear. Again, here we are. If you wanna be made whole, which means one part of me gets better, it's gonna affect another part of me getting better. I'm gonna see it, I'm gonna see it improve another area of me, another area of me, another area of me, another area of me, until my well-being is optimized. If you want to be made whole, I, I need you to consider uh, making these changes. So let's talk about intermittent fasting now. One reason we're going to do this is to give your body a break from having to work to break down everything that you eat. We're going to take a break from snacking during this time. We're going to elevate and optimize our mitochondrial health. I talked about it in the previous episode. We're gonna give our body an opportunity to detox and clear the toxins and the junk and all of the spackle and the buildup that's sitting in your system. We want to reduce and eliminate um, inflammation. We want to set and reset our bodies. So I talked with you about how I started to ease myself into intermittent fasting per the last episode. What I do now is I will not, I don't necessarily fast every day. I'll do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule, and I will do a Tuesday, Thursday schedule. Um, I do, if this was recommended, it has been recommended before and, and I did some troubleshooting to see how my body best responded and my body best responded to um, a 13 hour window, um, like a 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Thank you, Dr. Marissa, for that. A 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. window. So 8 a.m. window. So that worked great because I'm already cutting dinner early now. Here we go, interjection, life is gonna happen. Let's say you're gonna have a dinner party or you're invited to a wedding or you're invited to a party or whatnot. While it is ideal to keep yourself strict and committed to complete healing and wholeness, there is something that you can do if you happen to go out. Number one, let your eating be built around protein. Okay, number two, you can take a digestive enzyme an hour or two before you go out so that you're gonna help your body to metabolize and digest your food. Drink water, drink water, drink water, drink water. Here's the other thing, move your body. We fail to do this particularly in our culture. We eat, we get full, we sit down, we take huge sighs of release, we unbuckle our pants, we take our shoes off, we feeling good because you know dessert has come after the meal, y'all already know this, <laughs> and we don't move. And the ideal time to move is when you've eaten. 
So you're gonna eat, you're gonna eat late, move, move your body, move baby, move. Um, the 7 p.m. to 8 a.m. is a schedule that I like. It works for me mentally, it works for me logistically, it works for um, my commitment level. Um, if you want to um, start off with that kind of schedule, um, I would encourage you to do so. There's a 12-hour fasting window as well, which is 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. There's a 12. So you do a 12-hour eating window followed by your 12-hour fasting window. Let me say it like that so that I don't confuse you. You got 24 hours in a day. So you have 12 hours that you're going to eat and you have 12 hours that you're going to fast. Again, right now, we're eliminating the snacking. Before you start intermittent fasting, my suggestion is for you to ease into it, just like you would do fasting for religious purposes. Have a breakfast, no snack. Have a lunch, no snack. Have your dinner. Or have breakfast, no snack. Have a lunch two to three hours later, or maybe let's say two hours later because we're going to end dinner properly because we got to get these hormones under control. About two hours after lunch, have a green smoothie, uh, have a vegetable-based smoothie, maybe with an apple with it. Put your hemp hearts in there, your flax seeds. Put your Those are your healthy fats that you're going to put in there. A teaspoon of avocado, um, fresh um, nut-based milk. Make it if you can. Um, that would be like your afternoon snack. And then you prepare for your dinner before 7 o'clock. If you really, really want to be tight on the schedule, I'm going to say by five o'clock, but you know what you can handle. You know how you can start. You know what you can do. You know what you can manage. So let's say five o'clock, six o'clock or seven o'clock, you're having your last meal. Um, after that, it's water, water, water. We underestimate also the power of water. And we also underestimate the reality that water actually builds energy. So you're going to you're going to allow your body to tap into stored. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to even know what just y'all don't want to know what just happened right now. But, you know, I'm about to tell you. So the mic fell uh, off of the platform. It was it was just uh, a goofy mess. Anyway, your body is able to tap into stored glycogen when it's able to do that. Your body is able to burn baby burn you're able to burn what has been stubbornly stored so um you've got 12 hours on you've got 12 hours off there are other ratios that are used i'm not going to go into those specifically you've probably heard of them the 16-8 method the eat stop eat the 5-2 diet all of those different things but primarily too because i'm not focusing so much on calories as i am the quality of the food and how this type of intermittent fasting helps uh, improve the insulin situation that you got going on okay how it helps to improve your levels of insulin um, lower insulin levels helps to make stored body fat more accessible um, helping to repair your cells 
all of the good stuff that this whole episode is about. This is why I'm actually recommending um, the routine that I have, um, that has been helpful for me. Now, because you're the first doctor of your body, you troubleshoot as you go, okay? I also encourage you to notate because you want to have a tracking system of what is working and what's not working. The worst thing you can do for yourself and for your health and well-being is to guess. Everybody's doing what everybody else is doing and what everybody else said worked and all of this kind of stuff. And it just does not happen like that. And it doesn't work that way. And you want to have a tracking system so that you can troubleshoot and say, okay, this worked, this didn't work. You're going to experience, um, when your body is going through a chemical rehab, it's the best way I can think to say it. You're going to experience a lot of things emotionally and physically. Stick with it unless you have medication that you have to stay on and it requires food at a particular hour. Then choose something small, choose something whole, choose something fresh. Um, guys, honestly, pretty much that's pretty much it. That's how um, I have been approaching um, my intermittent fasting. I do the 12 12 um monday wednesday friday on tuesday thursday i add a whole food snack like the protein shake or the um the healthy fat high protein smoothie you can go onto my website as well to get some ideas about uh the smoothies um i'm not snacking every day like i typically would back when my body was optimizing a little better and i was um working out or lifting weights five to six five to six days a week when nutrient timing is very important for different types of athletes or different types of sports or different type of fitness goals when you when you're when you are in a phase like this and you're faced with various health challenges then you have to change some things around and so that's why uh, people like me are here to make sure that you do it correctly. Um, again, send your questions if you have any to assistant at LashannaLeonardMoore.com. If you are interested in being a sponsor and you want to know what's up with that and how you can link with Holistically Well, then send me an email as well, assistant at LashannaLeonardMoore.com. Thank you so much for being a part of this community with me. Um, this is a dedication to restoring the whole you until the next time, take care of yourselves and I'll see you soon.